It's Paul Smolin, M.D., your PEDCAST host, bringing you informative and entertaining knowledge on a wide range of parenting and child health topics. You have parenting questions. He has answers. It's portable, practical pediatrics on your schedule. And here is your PEDCAST host, Dr. Paul Smolin. Doc Smo here, about to bring you a very special edition of the blog you know as DocSmo.com. Thank you for joining me today. We're going to digress for a few minutes from my usual routine of bringing you your free pediatric education. No, today I'm going to make an appeal for your help. Let me explain. I think we all know that there are children being raised in poor families all across America. Children who have very little hope of doing anything but living a life of poverty. In fact, there are more children being raised in poverty today than there were in 1965 at the beginning of the Great War on Poverty. So throwing trillions of dollars into social welfare programs undoubtedly helped many but has not solved the problem of chronic poverty. Generation after generation have lived this way and it cannot go on. But there is hope and that is what we're going to talk about today. There's a program in Charlotte, North Carolina that has made a good start at a meaningful change. I believe this local Charlotte program called A Better World holds the key to unlocking the greatness of an entire generation of children. And in the next few minutes, my guest, Pastor Ken Gilliard, and I are going to tell you how a simple after-school program does this and how you can help. So to help us break this down further and find out what happens at A Better World is one their founder, their most eloquent spokesman, and an advocate for A Better World, Pastor Ken Gilliard. Welcome, Pastor Ken. Thank you, Dr. Smolin. So why don't you start out, break down the program for us, give us a description of what happens with these kids. Why is this so special? Well, uh, 14 years ago, we started this program called A Better World. Uh, we started this program in a, um, an old body shop, a body repair shop. Uh, we started our church there on Moorhead Street. And we, uh, I've always had a, a real heart for going back helping children uh, like my own self because I came from these same uh, environments. And we started this program, uh, Better World, in one of the toughest neighborhoods in Charlotte at the time with crime, drugs, prostitution. And uh, we wanted to go in and show that community that we cared as a church. So we started a program with uh, eight young men who would come by the the church office and just sit around because there was really nothing to do in the neighborhood because the drug dealers had taken over most of the parks and with broken glass and needles and, you know, crack pipes and the whole nine yards. It was just a mess. And these children, young men, really wanted something more positive in their life. So we decided after canvassing the neighborhood, asking the people what could this what could we do for them versus going in and saying what uh, we can do for you. We asked them what we could do for them, and they told us they needed something for their children to do. So uh, God made it possible with the help of Forest Hill Church and many of their members. We started the after-school program with these same eight young men. 
with just some juice and some and some and some potato chips and snacks from Lance and Frito Lay, uh, and uh, it was um, uh, not long after, two or three weeks later, if not longer, uh, we had another uh, gentleman to come in from uh, Forest Hill. Him and his wife they started um, bringing in a prepared hot meal uh, for those who were up to like three days and like. A month or so later, uh, but I had promised the kids. I'm like, you know, we need more kids in the after school program. So I told them, I said, like, listen, you know, tell your friends we'll take them to Disney World in August. This was February 2000, and when we made that plea, we, we certainly got more kids coming. But we ended up, we did end up going to Disney uh, the, uh, the for the first time in the year, from the summer of the year 2000. And these kids have never been so happy in all the days of their lives. But we had to build our trust in the lives of these children because so many, they had been let down in so many different ways. Many of them had, uh, 90 plus percent of them come from single parent families, you know, no dads in their lives. And so we showed them love that they had never experienced before. We showed them things that they've never experienced before. We made sure they had Thanksgiving and Christmas in their homes, things that many of them had never had a really a nice Christmas. We had volunteers and donors that would match up with the children. And so this has been going on the same way for 14 years. But, you know, 14, uh, 15 years later, you know, we're still serving 60-plus kids feeding them a hot meal five days a week now it started at two days a week now it's five days a week great volunteers for every child that has stayed with this program uh all of them have graduated from college one not college but high school 100 percent high school graduation for every kid that stayed with the program and many have gone on to major universities like lehigh university and and Carolina and uh, Penn State and Winston-Salem, North Carolina Central, you name it, UNC Charlotte, Central Piedmont, Cosmetology School. And I'm telling you, I am so proud of what we're doing in the lives of these children. And if we weren't here, I, don't, I do believe with all my heart, many of them wouldn't have made it. Yes. So success, by anybody's standards, this is success, right? Yes. Not every child, but but the majority. And so these kids come, they get fed, they get right. loved, they get tutored, they get summer trips, they get food for weekends, they get, you know, necessities of life. They get what our parents provided for, you know, any middle-class child, they're, you're providing it for them and literally saving them, I think. Yeah. And I, I visit once in a while, and I see just the joy that goes on, especially the young black boys that are there, they're not all black, but the you know many are, uh, many Hispanic, and uh, but they have role models, and I think that that's just so so powerful, and I love to watch it go on. Well, Pastor Ken, thanks for sharing all this with my listeners. So, here's my appeal: a better world needs monetary help to continue saving children. This kind of hands-on intervention uh, costs money, however. No matter what your religion, no matter what your ethnic background, no matter what your worldview is, you must know that contributing to a cause that is doing so much good is the right thing to do and ultimately will help all of us. Every child that a better world saves becomes a productive member of the community. A better world is turning things around one child at a time. 
Simply click the banner on my homepage and contribute whatever you can. A few dollars will make a big difference for a child that desperately needs your help. A better world needs your help. Together, small donations can save a child. You know it's the right thing to do. Well, that's it for this week. Next week, you'll be back to business as usual. So please come back then and catch the next installment of Portable Practical Pediatrics. I want to thank Pastor Ken so much for for sharing uh, knowledge about his program. And I hope that everybody listening will want to participate. This is Dr. Paul Smolin hoping you can open your heart to give a child a better start. Until next time. I would like to thank the following people for their assistance in the production of this podcast. Dr. David Jaffe, the voice of the introduction. Robert Beezer, the composer-arranger of the intro music. Anne Gesner, my wonderful content editor. Benjamin Smolin and Jerome Moof, the talented musicians who produced this delightful theme music. Sarah Smolin and Nathaniel Horlick for their digital wizardry. And Wendy Smolin Esquire and Seth, the Rocket Man Barrister Jaffe, for their inspirational guidance. Thanks, guys. By listening to this podcast, you agree to all of the terms and conditions found at the docsmo.com website. This docsmo.com podcast is informational only. Dr. Smolin does not diagnose, treat, or offer specific medical advice for your child. For specific medical advice regarding your child, consult his or her health care provider.